Once again, it's a great pleasure to welcome back Rabbi Skatulis, who at this point is certainly no stranger to us. And uh, he was never a stranger because of his svarim that we use uh, so much. And uh, hopefully we'll come back into print soon and we'll be able to, uh, to have permanently on, uh, everyone should have permanently on their shelves. But uh, we look forward to, uh, to hearing more from, uh, from Rabbi Skatulis on the inyanim that we've been learning about. Thank you very much. Um, <coughs> I assume that they think there are no Shulchan Aruch Baal Peh. I need Shulchan Aruch. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe just in case. I mean, there's enough Tamidah Chachamim over here that will help me remember the... Just to uh, remind myself. Okay. Rishus. Rishus, I'm never going. By Leibowitz Shlita. And all the wonderful... Talmudim, the big schos to be able to come back and try to discuss some of the shilas that we think about to see how we would come out halacha lemaisa in the sugas of Taruvis that you guys have been learning. Uh, the last time I came, it was at a time when, and if some of you were here, you remember we were speaking about the beginning of Yitzchus Bosh Bacholuk. So we didn't yet have a chance yet to. Uh, to hear so much from the Oilam, and I didn't have much to say because uh, it was only the beginning. But Baruch Hashem, almost a half a year has uh, gone by since then, so I will try to say over a few things that I think are very uh, important for us that have to do with the simonim of sim- between Simon Kuf to Kuf Dalit, as uh, Nathaniel uh, wrote to me, that that's where the guys are holding. If it's uh, with your permission, I want to just say one small hagdama with a, f- a few nikudas because uh, uh, because the Rosh gave me the schus I think uh, close to a year ago to talk about different uh, tips in halacha and if it's okay. I want to just mention a few things that are now. Then it was the, it was the hilchos avelos and hilchos nida. Now hilchos is a in the kitchen. I wanted to say over some of the things that I was makabel from the Rabbanim, the Gedolim, that I was Meshamish and Eretz Yisrael over the years, and uh, something which I think is important. Number one, you know, we, we heard from many Gedolim, some who are alive, some who are not alive, that when it came to learning the sugyos of Yerodeh, could be I mentioned last time, so something that the Lomdim have to know, um, it's good for the Lomdim to know, but the Shoyalim, the people asking the questions, maybe it's not so good to know because maybe they'll stop asking, is that 90% of Shailas in the kitchen are mutter, right? I think we mentioned that. The only kunz is you have to know why. And that's why we're here. That's why we're trying to learn up these sugyas and have tremendous hachvana, uh, tremendous direction from the Rav Shlita to be able to figure out why um, things are mutter. That's the, that's the beauty of a lot of these sugyas. Another thing that comes up is how important it is to, to, to learn the whole thing. Right, as you guys learned through all of, I guess Melicha and Basvachalim and Taruvit, at least all these inyanim in Hilchas Yisavahetu uh, without skipping Simanim, you get the whole picture. I just want to give a dogma. Uh, I know we're not talking about not by not, but I, I have to say this over that um, you know people who let's say only focused on the sugi of not by not, they learned Dafkufirala from Amud Beis in Chulin, and they learned good. You could on the clock maybe there are a few months even in the sugya back and forth, without even learning the sugi of Kharif. I don't know how that could be done in such a long time, but Baruch Hashem, they get a Clarkite, and they learn those sugyas, and they have all the cheshboinus between the Ramban, the Toysvist, the Rivan, all the different shitas, the Rosh, the Rambam, everything is cheshbined out. 
and uh, you know all the other machlokesim that come out in Nachroinim. I'm not going to repeat them because you all the kiyum in them about not not b'shas bishul v'chule, and all the different hechetims uh, that come up in the shayas that are very common. Now it happened that somebody at least one time somebody asked me who was learning those in Yanim, and he said I'm really trying to be mashkir for smicha. You know I spend a lot of time. I've been spending the last like five months on not banat. So when's the bechina? You know I said in a few months. <laughs> How far are you, how much more do you have left? He's like, oh, we have a lot left, but uh, I know very well the sigas of not banat. And he told me that uh, he was, Baruch Hashem, holding very well in the, the sigas. I said, okay, you know, so I just want to tell you, I want to share with you a shayla that came up the Shabbos. Somebody who put a challah on top of a chulun pot, and he wasn't worried so much about the lichluch, the dirt, which was on the, maybe the cover, hopefully it wasn't. And he left it over there, and he ate the challah. And then he said he wanted to know if he had to wait six hours. Not Banat Bashas Bishel. Maybe it's the din of Tamrishan. So the guy, could be he went like this, I don't know. <laughs> but he, he definitely was thinking. He was, you know, and he was going to the Shitas. Choysno Shorashi, one second, Ramban, Shulchanorach, Rashma by the egg. And he was thinking and thinking, he's like, you know what? You have to, Yesh Lodun, I want to think about it a little longer. And then I said to him, you, you, you're up to Tzadikei. Did you learn the other Chalakim in Shulchan Aruch? He's like, I'm going to get there. You know, it's a, it's a process. I said, yeah, but you know, maybe you want to see what's going on. Yeah, I said, if you would see Simon Peites, you would see that the Shach and Sifkotin test mentions the most basic question that he has. That somebody goes and cooks noodles in a fleshic pot, which is also Ben Yerma, let's say, Tamrishon, through Bishel, then, okay, he asked the question, why, why the chal would you have to wait? It's not banat. And not banat is only a shayla, but now you can, you can eat it with the kutach or not, but not uh, to wait. And then he said, wow, okay, you know, I see I have to learn peites also. So that's for sure. Baruch Hashem, you guys are in great shape anyways because you have a wonderful rav and Rish uh, Koilal who is uh, directing you uh, to be able to not miss any of these protim. And therefore, whatever I say now, you know, will is either was, was said already, and I'm just repeating it, or is going to be mushlam uh, from the road. But it's very important to have a tremendous hekif who befrat in I think I mentioned once that I remember after I got smicha, the first uh, person who came over, you know, when after a person gets smicha, many people run over to you afterwards, your friends, and say, oh, now I'm allowed to ask you. You got the license, now I can ask you a shayla. Okay, and the Shaila came up, and of course, it was before I was Mishamish any of Rabbanim, and it was much harder to come up with something which was uh, concrete and, you know, mukhlat, let's say. And uh, I was missing in that, and I said, you know what, he asked me a Shaila, I don't remember what it was, and of course, I started thinking about a Chavazdas in Melicha and a Prima Godim in Taruvis. And the Shach and Bosov Rachalov, because it's you know Ani and B'Makom Echad Hashem B'Makom Acher. You have to, you have to be holding in this of a head to befrat, like we don't see in other limudim in Alocha this type of hekif, and it's very important. Many times you can answer one shaila and you won't know b'chalal what's going on in the other area. Okay, so before I start with the shaila that I thought about when, uh, like I said, in the tunnel mentioned Simin Kuf to Simin Kuf Dalit, I was thinking what could we talk about that could be a, shay- a uh, discussion about those four simonim. Yeah, how do we how do we pack all them in? And I wanna forgive me, but I want to say one short agdama that when it comes to Taruvis, right? You guys are learning now Taruvis. 
So from the times of the Gemara and all the and Shulchan Aruch, so obviously there were a lot of cases of Nevelis and Trefus that were mixed in, and you know all the Chadicha uh, Rulis cows and the Shlachos, all, all, all the different Shalas that came up, and of course you know many people are not seeing that exact Shiloh today coming up amongst themselves. When you get to Simon Kofiud, so you learn the Simon, you know, and Dabr Shevaminyan also, and the Teisha uh, Chanuyas, which you learned many times, the different Gemaras, Ksubis, and Psochim. And uh, when you get over there, you start to see that uh, you hope that there, there are no Shilohs anymore about uh, stores that are, you know, doing all sorts of uh, terrible things and bringing the Vedas and Trifas. We hope that's not there. But a lot of times, people who are learning Tarubas, they try to figure out, you know, where do the Shilas come up so Maisa? If we don't have so much Nevelas and Trefus, so what is this whole Limud? This Limud is just about um, the Musagim of Bittel, the Musagim of Dvarim uh, Chashuvim, that Chazal or Makbidan. So I want to mention the, the Shilas that I want to discuss is obviously, he started me from Kuf, it's going to, be, it's going to have to do with Beria, right? And I want to try to bring it through to try to just cheshven out the different Shilas that can come before I bring it out. He did an amazing job, uh, right? <laughs> I might not say that, but not, not nice to say, but the idea of making the Shilas that weren't real into real Shilas, and that, you know, made it very exciting. So many times people, ask, when I say that there was a Maise Shehoya, it's always a suffix if it really was Hoya, or <laughs> if it will Hoya Hoya, if, if, if it will be, that's a, that, that's a Shila. But I want to share, before I make this build up of this wonderful Shila, I have to say, that uh, when it comes to bugs, because this was really was the Shiloh, right? At least one time the Shiloh definitely came up, so I, I, at least once, right? So I can definitely say it over. But uh, I have to mention this because it's, it's very important, because that's what I think most of the Shilohs, I think the Rav Shlita will, will agree, that many Shilohs and Taruvis that come up have to do with these Sugis, Dafka, these Halachas. Of course, Kufay is what's waiting for them, right? That's, uh, that's many of the Yisoidists of the Ashlama, many, many Halachas. But these four Simanim, that speak about the uh, Isra of Beria and, and, and whether or not it's buffalo or not, that's something which actually does come up a lot. And the reason is, it has to do a lot with, uh, with, with one of the, the Metsias, obviously, just, you know, flies and mosquitoes and all types of bugs coming around. And also, what I, what I get to learn a lot from my neighbor, my next door neighbor in Yerushalayim, he's a well-known person, his name is uh, Moshe Vaya, Shlita. If you heard of him, it could be some of you heard of him. Some people call him the Bug Rabbi. I don't know if it's a nice title to say <laughs> thing, but he's my, he, he's, uh, he's he's I'm very close with him. He actually just made a safer now after many many years of all of his teachings that he that he has uh, taught by the seminaries uh, by the seminar in in, in Yerushalayim. He made a safer on Basar Vachalov also with pictures in his style and his, his wonderful uh, way of bringing it out. But he told me two interesting things, and it has to do with the mitzvahs that we see a tremendous amount of. Uh, uh, bugs in Eretz Yisrael, we see it much more. I mean, here you guys have a bunch of flies. There's two interesting things, how common the flies and mosquitoes and bugs are that they actually come up in, what do you call it, in the Tarubis. Some people might not agree, let's say, with uh, you know, whether this uh, vegetable has to be checked or not, or whatever, but he, ma- he told me an unbelievable thing. He said that he came here a bunch of years ago, OU invited him to come to America to speak about the, you know, the, what, was, what, what people were starting to recognize as uh, problems of having bugs <coughs> into different vegetables that are nagua, infested, right, forgive that, infested uh, vegetables, 
And all these shilas of bugs that are grown or living inside the uh, vegetables or are infested with these uh, with these vegetables which are infested with uh, with um, bugs, they come about, you know, through the it's the mitzias, right? The mitzias is that we see them. And he told me that in the beginning, when people used to say, you know, avaya tamachmir, you're very machmir, you know, you make us check this, you make us do this. And he said, I didn't create these bugs. You know, from Shesh Meir Abreshus, they're they're around, and uh, I'm only saying what the Metzius is. He doesn't uh, his, pic- his pictures. Uh, you can't make up his pictures, but uh, again, everybody have to ask your own. And he said that you know this is the Metzius. I see these bugs, so they brought him over here to America and o- to the o- they had an OU convention. I don't know where it is. Maybe it's around this area. And he said, unbelievable siyata dishmaya. See, Akosh Baruch really wanted him to go and give over this Sosiris to the world. He said that he came there, and wh- whoever the rav was there, I don't know if Rabbi Shechter was there, I don't know who, who was there, but he's, one of the rabbanim there told that, uh, somebody who was working in the office, go down to the local shop over here in Manhattan, and go pick up this and all different types of vegetables. And he brought them, and by his, uh, part of his uh, whole um, shear was about the opening them up, and showing how you can find things that are camouflaged, the hule. So he... He took a different, uh, I, don't, I don't remember which vegetables it was, not so important, but he said, it was unbelievable because when he came, so everybody said to him, listen, in America, we don't have what you guys have over there. And the rye is going to be, you're going to go to a local shop in the city, and they're going to bring you all different types of vegetables, and you're going to open them up, and you're going to see figs, I think it was figs, and different, uh, d- different types of things. He told me, he said, they're opening one by one. Again, I don't remember which fruit or vegetable it was. All of a sudden, he says, oh, wow, look here. Few bugs over here, a few bugs over there, and Befrat he said that I think it was about the figs or the dates that he was opening them up, and they saw they saw it wasn't camouflage they saw bugs in the in the what do you call it in the fruit the vegetable, and he they said wow you know this is I guess Arab uh, just a person who's being real you know this is the Matthias the Matthias is is that you you have these uh, bugs. In the in these vegetables, I don't know how they came. I don't know how they came there, but they're there. And he tried a few other ones, and they opened them. He told me it was unbelievable. He said it was a long day, and and you know, he said ever since that day, the OU changed some of their shitas. I don't know exactly what, but they changed different things because of the mitzvahs that they saw. And he said he was starving the whole day because he ran from place to place, and he had to go here, he had to go there. And then he, he didn't know what to eat, but he, you know, obviously he knew that if the first five or ten dates of figs that he opened up had bugs in them, so he definitely had to check them, at least, at least according to Ravai Shita, right? Before he ate it, he wanted to eat something. And he sat down, and he started cutting them open, and he said there wasn't one that had any bug in it. The rest of the other five, ten that were in the bag, <laughs> was not one that had any bug in it. He said, he thought there was a shlichus from HaKadosh Baruch He told me also, during that trip, and this has to do with what the Shaila I want to bring out a little bit, is that he went to Muncie, another group of uh, people who were involved in Ashkacha, and he told them, Hevra, I'm telling you, I noticed that when flies go and get themselves stuck on to a piece of chicken or a piece of fish, after a half a minute to a minute, you're going to see they make almost a hundred beitzim of the of the fly, and it comes out to like a it looks like it looks like a it looks like a rice grain. And you see it over there on the thing. Looks looks pretty white, uh, uh, you know, a little clear. And they told him that they, you know, said really we don't have a sausage thing, can't be. And they went outside to the porch. It was a regular sunny day. 
they put down the piece of meat, fresh meat, fresh, uh, fresh um, fish. Within two minutes, flies came over there, and they watched it how, how they laid their eggs and it sat over there. Mutsius, stop. Why am I bringing this up? Because I want I want to speak about you know these are the taruba shadows that come up really, right? Many times you have flies that go in the in the in the tafshilim, in the chulant or whatever, and then comes up a whole shadow. These were shadows of whether or not the fruits and the uh, vegetables were in the gua. I always say Rabbi Weiss, Shlita, going to Godel, he, you know, Mikamol that has Kerf de Tera and knows exactly how to go and learn a Pasugya from Kola Tera Kula. So whenever there is a vegetable, someone comes to me with a Shaila about a vegetable that is Nagua, right, that is infested, and they cooked it in the soup, and they, they forgot to check it, they forgot to see what was going on over there, but it was infested in the Deus. So I always say you have to look in Rabasha Weiss's Chuva and Chele Gimel and Chasosha. If he's not Mekel, so I'm not Mekel, right? And Rabasha tries to go through some of the different stadim. And Weiss says, Maskan is to be Machna. I don't know if, the, if they saw the Chuva. I think it was Ardi Chok. Um, I'm saying it wrong. But, uh, right, uh, not hearts of palm, but, uh, you know, the other, the, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I would talk. I said it the way it was written in the brief. But uh, he writes over there what he writes, and he goes through the sugya. And like I always, I always love his his Torah, and I try to go through it to see. You know, there's obviously many, many places all over the Torah that he can bring to try to go and enlighten my, enlighten myself into the sugya to try to figure out a etza. And in that shaila, the etza didn't come up. But that's where the shaila starts, right? That also had to do a little bit with Tzadik test, but you guys already learned that, so we'll try to move on to Kuf. What did I want to say about the idea of, uh, the, of, of uh, Simon Kuf and Kuf Aleph and Kuf Bez? I'm going to try to, uh, as, as, not to go over time, and say exactly uh, one thing at least from every Simon. How would we take apart the Shiloh? Yeah, Maisa Shehoya Be'emet. A person was making cholent on uh, Erev Shabbos, as people do the Chloe Shabbos, and they went and they uh, saw this wolf was in the house, the fly was flying around the kitchen. Now, like I always tell my Talmudian, you know, when you learn Taz in Sifkot and Aleph and Simon Kuf about a Suffolk barrier or a Suffolk in the Taruvis, so people a lot of times make a mistake and they believe that if you have any Suffolk that has to do with a barrier, even in this room, even if there's no Suffolk in the Taruvis and there's a Vade barrier, People sometimes make the mistake and they feel like there's a, you know, you have to be machmer. What do I mean? <coughs> Many times I get phone calls from ladies that say, you know, uh, I saw a fly into my house. I said, okay, and what happened? And now I don't see it anymore. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> most, I, 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 I'm also nervous. Most probably, where did the fly go? It probably went right into your soup, right? She's like, yes, where else could it have gone? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where else it could have gone. Were the windows open? That's how the fly came in? Of course windows are open. Okay, so they probably left it where it was. <laughs> right? That's a, a, lot, a lot of times people, you have to remind yourself, how to, you know, the thousands of Kornalif, what exactly, that, that's for sure that he, he wasn't coming to be machmer in a situation where the shayla never started with it. There was no suffolk in any taruvis, there was nothing. It was just a regular fly that entered the house. But we were talking about a Maisa Shehoya Be'emes. And you know what? It was, it was, it was, much, more, it was much more of a serious shayla because it involved the Sheva Brachos, right? It had to involve the Sheva Brachos, because we need that for, for, for Shas Adchak or Hefzim Maruba, or, uh, or maybe a Fabreng or some type of Leil Shishi, uh, Thursday night, uh, whatever, Hachanah for Shabbos. But either way, it was a big chon. 
And here the person actually saw the fly. He saw the fly go in. And he said, great, okay. I, you know, when you see a fly go in right away, the first thing you think, you want to take it out. And, but you didn't learn Kufzayin, we'll get to Kufzayin in a second, but he didn't take out the, he didn't take out the, what do you call it, uh, I'm sorry, he, 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 he took a, a um, forgive me, he took a cup, he took a spoon, yeah, and he pulled it out, and uh, as, he w- as he was trying to pull it out, he saw that not only did he not pull it out, he only came out with a potato, but the thing went deeper. And I think he was a little fisher guy, so his chunt was thicker, it wasn't watery. And he was in even more trouble because, you know, when it's Samich, so it's, it, it's, it's harder to get it out, Bechlal, and now he's stuck. Because now he knows there was a Vada Beria inside the Chont, and he knows he has 50 guests that are waiting for him. And not only that, he caused it to, to go even deeper, so it feels even, it feels even worse. And now we need to just daven that he asked the Shaila. Because we know that the basic halacha, right, the Gemara and the Kuf, and also on Tzadik Zayin and we know that the Beria is not Bata Filbalef. So the first thing that uh, we always like to talk about is number one. Um, obviously, you know we're dealing with the of Chak. That was the Maaseh Shahayot Shas of Chak. Now, an interesting thing I always like to mention it because uh, it's a shtickle meaning You know, wherever the meaning of the place to, that people how they are moided, how they measure what is considered Shas of Chak. Uh, in, in the sugi of Maaseh Shab, it's not related. The sugi in the Shini Ches. This is brought down Allah in the first sif. So the Mishaburu in Sukkot and Zion, he brings down there a bira gra that paskins like a benatam. I know you guys learned this very so I'm just hazarding it. He paskins like a benatam, and he paskins like a mayor, which allows the people, the acherim, to go and eat the, the, the food that was cooked on Shabbos. And the Mishaburu brings it down, the, the bira gra passing that way, and he says, okay, the Machum you could do that. And we know that there's a discussion in the Poiski, and you know, what's considered a Machum Tzorich? Some people say, you know, if you don't have chulant in your meal, so for sure it's tzorich. Now, Baruch Hashem, I'm not, uh, I, I was a guest here for Shabbos in different places by different people. I got to see there's different levels of what a, a Kiddush is and different levels of what a Mokham Tzorich is. And, you know, it all depends because uh, I remember when my, some of my kids were younger uh, in Sanhedria where I live. So I remember sometimes they would come home from uh, shul and say, yes, Kiddush was great today because not only did they have Yerushalmi Kogol, but they also gave up pickles. You know? And if it would be, and if they would go to a kiddush and shul where somebody also served uh, potato hugel, that's great. And if they served cholent, so zemerikai. Right? That's, that, 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 that's what my children say. So the uh, the shaila is that if we talk a hold that it's mamish shemakom tzorich, because there's 50 people waiting to eat over here, and if there's no poppers and there's no kugel uh, with meat inside, and there's no uh, sushi. So there really isn't so much more to eat at the Kiddush or the Sheva Brachel. So you really ha- you, it really is a, a chalik nicker of the Suda, and it definitely calls for Tzorach Godel, that's for sure. So the Shailas is, is there a Makam to Mekel? The Gemara never said that there was Makam to Mekel on a barrier. The Gemara only told us one or two and a half lines that this thing is Batal Filu Be'alef, and Akach Nifzak and Shulchan Arach and Simen Kuf Sefalef. And we didn't really find so much of a, of a place to be Mekel. But, okay. I know you're going to say, and this also is a discussion that the Poiski and Achronim talk about, what about the Machloikis that is brought down between the Torah and his father? Right? There, 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 is, there is such a musig of whether or not you can be mevatel, a barrier, in not Aleph, but if you talk ahead of 960 against the, the what he called, against the bug, so it could be this battle. Now we know, as you've seen, that Adon Yavi Arash says the Torah was not happy about that, and even though he brought that down, but mostly showing him 
we're not happy about that kula. You did see in the case of your placey that he brought this down as a, uh, as a, what do you call it, as a chalik that could be, you know, taken upon Malach Lemaisa, the Mokhan Tzorach, and that the Shaila is amongst the Poiski, I mean, you have to have a Masorah for it, the Rav has to give a direction, is this something that we can be Mitzayev? Because, you know, hanging around the different Batay or around different houses of Gedele Yisrael, when a Shaila Beri would come up, I don't think they just said, ah, Shastachak, okay, crazy, you know, tour, whatever, we don't remember that came up, and um, the Orach Shulchan who also brings down this whole discussion. So even though he has a few other hetayim, which I want to get to, but the idea of the 960 is not so poshit, right? So I don't really have a specific Messiah that we can use that sheer bittle by itself. Um, I, I, do, I do believe, like I said, I always use the Minchas Asher to, to double check to see if there's another place all over Torah that can bring in a, you know, Tmicha, uh, could support his... Uh, this opinion of the crazy place, but Kim Dumani, that in that shuva and Chele Gimel, I think even he didn't uh, take it la'alacha. But he probably mentioned then the same achonim that you've all seen that discussed the Shaila. So, in regards to in regards to saying Shir Bittu B'mokom you know, you have to ask a Shailas Rav. So we didn't really get too far, because the Shailas still say the Shaila, and uh, it's not really going to help the 50 people who are waiting to eat this chont after they do Kinuch and Adacha between the sushi and the chont. So, the um, so that's what the, that's one that's one shadow that comes up, right? Another thing that we have to always uh, point out is um, now we can we can tap into proof gimel for a second, right? You guys remember? Remind me that Amos says in the first sif that uh, if you have something which is um, a dover muas, it sounds like if you have something which is disgusting like this, like a bug, so. It could be bottle. Uh, it, it could it could be bottle has a dinner in the town of Gan, right? Miut varm chashuv and keberia kiyetzeba im elam pagum beatzmon afvish pagum shepogim atavshil they're not betelim afilu beelef, right? I'm sorry, they're not betelim afilu beelef. Now the achroinim they point out, um, I think the base mayor and the prichadas they discuss this thing whether or not there's a difference in something that started off a bog like a, you know a davar muis, right? And and uh, continue to be like that, which there the Torah answered, and it's in the beginning, which we can't say any coolers, whereas something which you know was a uh, regular thing that turned into a double mois, which there there is a discussion for bittul, it's not a double problem. But beside the machloigus itself, so the hands down that we don't really have so much makom to go and say that uh, the machloigus achronim can lead us to to be mitzarif over here a kula uh, because the thing is a double mois, it's disgusting. And again, this is talking about when the fly is in there. You know it's there. It's not like you got it out, and you assume that it's fully intact. Now the shaila is, uh, you're going to tell me, okay, but what about this? What about this Aruch Hashulchan? So you're right. The Aruch Hashulchan, he writes in Kuf Gimel, I think, but he sends you to what he wrote. Kuf Gimel maybe is in Sifir Aleph. I don't know, right? And in Kuf, he says over there, take a look at what I wrote in Kuf, where he was Malamit Tzchos and Klal Yisrael about the Milvin, in Sif Zayin, the end of the simon. That uh, he has a Libet Tzchos about bugs, and we know, uh, based on this shot of this discussion, like I mentioned, between the Ramon, Kuf Gimel, and the Machloikis, between the base Meir, Pichodosh, and the other Achroinim, it's a Chavaz Das, and Sifkot and Gimel over there, and the Primigodim, which is in Simen Kuf, Sifkot and Aleph, and Sif Das, she was all this. So it says over there that, uh, that, that, that uh, we see over there, I'm sorry, that there is a big machlokes in the, in the Achroinim. 
So the, the Orch HaShulchan is definitely a limit schos. There is a limit schos of something which is pogum, um, that uh, it could lose its status of being a barrier. So we'll leave that on the side, is what to discuss about that. Now, the next Shiloh that uh, I, I put over here, a few, a few things to think about. Um, what is the Allah Cholamaisa when you see the fly goes in? Let's say the fly, let's say the chump was, was actually a little bit watery. So we, we do what it says in Simen Kuf and Sivdalek, that we really know. Shach and Sivdalek, sorry, no, start again. In, the, in Simen Kuf and Siv Gimel, that's where we have the famous story with the Yoyinu Matla Boy Manoach, where, where everyone's singing on Shabbos and the fly comes in the soup, and you see it, and it's there. And then, and then we know that what? That it, it's ain't a, a, a bottle of filo be'elef. So you have to take it out. If you take it out, it's wonderful. If you go and, uh, be, and it's like the shach doesn't have gotten yud, you'll be misanning it. So you're in good shape. Now by sinun, and like this we could tap onto kuf dalid, right? We, can, we see over there that there's a machloikes, uh, whether or not you have something which is deep inside of taruvis, you're able to feel the Mishmash Yad, let's say, as an example, right? You know it's there, it's Nikr Ba'an, there's different uh, discussions in the Akhran and what that means when something is Nikr Ba'an, whether it's, you actually know, you see it there, but you can't really uh, be Masanid because it's too small, and it'll go right through the holes. So that, you guys saw, the Machleg is between the Shach and Taz, the Taz and Sifkadanat and Kuvdalid, the Shach over there in the Big Nikurus HaKesef, right? And uh, also when Sifkad and Gimel mentions it, the Ramah, the Ramah and Sifalev, about whether or not it was only said by Shemayin Shratz in this halacha. So, there, th- that's also one shaila, whether or not we're allowed to go, and if we can, obviously, you have to know if the, what the Metzius is, but if the Metzius was that you're able to go and do some type of sinun, so, you know, the shaila is, if you can't do a sinun, and you, you know it's there, and it's not, and, and, and it's not nikr, what do we do with this machlaikas between the shach and the taz, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that only be shach if it was little pieces, it wasn't the whole yeah, so I'm sorry. I, I, that's what I, that's what I forgot to say. Is that when when the guy uh, tried to get the fly out and the fly kept going deeper, so we're assuming that uh, he, he saw he saw halakim that got crushed and whatever uh, became smaller pieces, right? And y- you're right. But that's him. We'll, we'll go back. Thank you very much for pointing that out. If it was a big fly, so then there's nothing to talk about because that definitely will will get filtered out if you go and filter it out. And if it's too small, so then we we know that mitzad sinon. It doesn't help us like we see in Sifkot and Yer and the Shach and Simon Kuf. But Mitzad the Machloikis over here with the Sugin Avodah Zohar in the beginning of Kuf Dalid. So then that, that, that's our discussion. Whether or not you have something which is small, you know it's there. Shad is high, you know it's there. Like I said before, either the Mishmash Yad, like the Chacham Salam says, or like all the other Achronim say that, you, that something is Nikr over there, or like the Chazunish even says in Simon Lamed, that you can go and bite into a uh, piece of food and, and knowing that the Isser is there, it also has a din of Nikr. So. So we have that machlekes, right? We have that machlekes over there uh, between those achroinim, uh, if that is the mitzvah. So that, uh, of course it would depend, like you're saying very nicely, it would depend on whether or not that became the mitzvah uh, in the case while the guy was trying to yank out the fly. But again, like you're probably wondering, if that was the case, so there's also another shaila of whether or not the fly became, um, it became, uh, it was the nisrasik, uh, it became smashed through his smashing, trying to pull it out. Instead of smashing it, so then it becomes a whole shayla, uh, whether or not there's shayach bittel over there, like you guys saw on in Simen Kufalif and Sivot, right? Where you have a barrier that was never tsurosoi, so maybe in that case, if it happened right away, maybe over there it would lose its uh, daga as, bar- as barrier, but that again depends on the metzius. You have to look in the Biragro over there. 
Um, it's also it's a big uh, prima goddam and Simon Kof about this, whether or not uh, it's one well, of the Tanai Beret from the Rosh, right? The fifth uh, thing, whether or not that's uh, something which has to which can't be smashed. But okay, so we have over here at least. I'm, just, I'm trying to make a cheshbon, right? We have over here the child of the crazy for now. Put on the side, we have the limus chusad al We have depending on the mitzvahs of whether or not you smash this thing or it got smashed al yedei abishul. Which is a, which is a discussion bchalal in the gidre of beria whether or not it loses its its uh, koach of having a din of beria. There's also a Yehuda about the shaila of whether whether or not the fly was nisparbrali the bishul it kind of exploded through the bishul. If that loses it, which is also all these things, as far as I remember, they're not the mekubel uh, necessarily. Everything is like a limut schus befneatzmoi. It's either a big machloikas, which again b'shasat chak we know it's not such a it's not such a big deal. You know b'shasat chak. A big machloikis many times we can go with the mekilim, right? As uh, as we know from every machloikis we show them that you've been learning throughout this whole uh, series over here of, uh, of every sugi that, that that went through in, in taruvas befrat in the basket But that's so, so that's just one of the eights. I'll try to we'll try to wrap it up uh, in a few minutes to, to again as a quick summary of what's going on. There's just, there was a few other machshavas that I had, and I also wanted to see if we can tap into every simon. So far we're missing a kufalaf. We, we, we stuck in. But Kuvdalad also a little bit. We'll get to Kuvbimel. Kuvbez we'll even get to. I figured out a way how to get to Kuvbez. It's not so hard. The Torah is all you know, set up for us over here. Um, another Shaila that uh, that comes down over here is just to bring out, like I always tell my Talmudim, you know, every time you have, have a Shaila like this, you always want to go and, you know, work through the different... Uh, Shaitas that could come up just to be able to hazard also. Obviously, the person is waiting on another line or by the text or by the email, or whatever, for the answer. So you have to have Siyat Shemayat to give whatever it needs to be said over. But uh, in regards to working it out, the Lundin, like you guys are sitting over here, it's definitely Kedai to Cheshvan every Shaila that comes up. So that's why, I'm, that's why I'm trying to bring out a few other Nakudas. One of the other things that could come up when you see, if you actually saw the fly flying in, and when you saw it and you tried to yank it out, it was still alive. So then we, we, we get to tap in again to the machloikas uh, of platus balchai, right? The plate of a balchai is that something which answers the taruvas or not? We really should have been magdim with the Mishnah and Tzadik Vavam and Beis about Gerenasha, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But platus balchai you saw is a machloikas, the Chsam Soifer, he talks about a Maisa that happened in Frankfurt the Mine over there, about a Tarnagoyles that flew into Chema, I think it was, right? And that was the Shaila, and he said a Rav uh, said it was said it wasn't Beseder because we don't we're not Saimecha and Plaitis Balchai. And I saw afterwards in the Stechemer that he said that uh, this Rav was actually the Bala Flo. The Flo, this was his first Shaila that he got as a Rav. Now everyone has their first Shaila that they can tell you. What was your first Shaila? His first Shaila was Tanagolis that fell into Chema. Right, that's a good one. I say, you know, this we that's not Halavai. Every Rav should have that Shaila as his first Shaila. But uh, especially now, we know what the Achra is. It's Machloikis, okay. okay. <laughs> I remember um, somebody sticking his, his, his finger uh, in, into a boiling hot tea in, in front of Chaim Kanievsky, and he asked him how he could do this. He wanted to know, you know, how hot it was, whatever, how he can do this. Right? It's like this Balchai. Okay. There's a, a story of a story by Gedolin. But uh, anyways, okay, it's a machloikas there. I think in the Sefer I brought uh, some interesting shadows that come up. I'm going to get to Kashrus. Baruch Hashem, I don't work in the Kashrus, so I don't have to judge whether or not you are picking up uh, millions of fish from the Yam, and you see that they're dug in the and they're all high, 
whether or not it's shy to be kvisha over there uh, 24 hours in the water and whatever to be, to be mitzah at this. But one thing's for sure is that if this was the case, halavai, the case would have just been a, a platus balchai case, because then, you know, it would have been a little bit easier. We would have said there was never uh, a bichal unless it got stuck in there. Then we have a shayla of beria. But halavai would be just that. So Zenitz Machlaikis is definitely more to mitzah. Of course, the chadchila, the but like I mentioned in the beginning, there is no chadchila when there's no cholent uh, come out every day of the week. Right? So it has to be Matzah Bidiyevit and Shasachat Even if it's only a minion. Okay, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if everyone will, will agree to that. But, uh, so that's been a get to the, um, the, the Shaila of uh, the Shaila of Plato's Balchai. Now, what about Blius Bechlau? Yeah, stop. The first Shaila you have to know, really, after we learn, we, we know the Gemara and the Allah of Be'er, that's not what the is okay, let's say I was Matzif to get it out. So if I got it out, do I have to worry about the time? Okay. So I know that you guys, they also just took a bachin on this, so really you're supposed to be testing me. And uh, I know that there, there is a halacha about this in the Rishon and whether or not the platos of a barrier give off time. By Gira Noshe, that's what we learned this halacha. It's a, it's a Mishnah, Baruch Hashem, and the Gemara, when the Mishnah is pretty much quoted, Pachas Yoyser, uh, many of the words in Simon Kuf's if Beis, that's why you have a Giranasha that goes inside the Tarubis and it gives off Tam so you have to go and take it out so that the Achayim will be motor but he still has to have Shishim against that in the Marak and inside the Chatichos against the Tam that came out that's a Giranasha, what about a Dabar Pogum like we're talking about over here, it's Vuv so I know you guys are going to say that uh, the Shach in Simon Kuf Sif Kodun Zayin says that you know there are a bunch of points from the Rishonim and the Achronim that they actually choshes for the time that comes out of a Dover pogrom like this, like it's both. We know in Shulchan Aruch how many places, at least Kuf Dalid and Sif Gimel. Where else? At least Kuf Zayin, Sif Beis, but there you didn't see. Actually, no, we should. I don't want to, it's not my, not my place, but you know, I remember when we were in Yeshiva, they told us when Toysos brings the Gemara, so you trust him. You know? Yeah. Either you know every Gemara, hopefully. Or not, you just trust him. You know, someone said that the stipend that Danavi Bachar, you know, had the time to go through every single Toysus to look it up. But you trust Toysus that he knew that, the, that yes, there is such a Gemara. Right, we don't spend a half hour with Acharusa saying, is there really such a Gemara? So you trust him. <laughs> when the Shach says in Sif Kotten uh, Zayin in uh, Simon Kuf, and he says, Ayn le Kamon, Simon Kuf Zayin, Sif Kotten Zayin, we don't trust him, we have to look there. He wants us to look, right? We have to see what he says because uh, he's probably adding something. And of course, if you look over there, so it's a little bit of the Hemshech of the Shaila. In, the, in, Sif, in Simon Kuf, in Sif Kotten Zion, he writes over there that you have to be Choshish for Tam, there's Rishoyim and Achroyim, that a Choshish for the Tam that comes out of a bug. And if, if that's the case, so every coffee case, which I know is Kishani, but we could say, okay, you know, we didn't learn Kishani yet, and Kuf, hey, you have to remind yourself what about Tzarek Dal at Sif Zion, you did learn about Kishani, and if you learned Bishop B'Shavis, so maybe by Bishop B'Shavis you learned, but then you get to tell me that that's, that's only Bishop. But here's Blio Plata. Okay, very good. Well, the Maisa, <laughs> in the case of a coffee, in the case of Tisheni, right, where the Shilohs always come up, uh, many times in Koyal Dafka, and it's obviously it's different uh, culture, uh, not the culture, the, uh, you know, the, the whole atmosphere over there with the flies, whatever, it's, um, it's more common, whatever, but uh, many times people come and, and uh, they bring a coffee, they bring a coffee and they show me the fly in there. And I tell him, whichever language it is, I say, you're not drinking anyways. What do you want to know? You have to be machmer? 
I know you're not going to drink the coffee anyway. The people, people are disgusted. They see a fire, they died in their cup, and they're not, you know, they, they, don't, they don't really, but whatever. We have to know, mitzad ha'alacha, mitzad the loyimdim, we have to know exactly what the cheshbin. So I know, Shulchan Aruch says, in Kufdalus of Gimel, that these dvarim amorasim, shenatra shaladim kotzeh behem, they have to go and have, roiv is enough, we're not cheshbin for the time. But the shach brought down, what do you do with the shach? Shachs are very important to remember, and shachs have a, carry a big role in halacha, in psak halacha. So, okay, Seder, maximum we say that you need to have shishim against the tam, unless it's have some Happens in the Chofman Sodom, it's choylik and that, and, and the Primagodim himself, in two places, is also choylik and that shach, and the chavaz das. So, it's funny, we don't really go with the shach la anyways, and even if we did, it's usually not no because unless you have 100 flies in there, which then again, I think even 50 people won't want to eat a chunt of 100 flies that were in there, <laughs> if you got them all out. But if you, if you, um, if you want to know if you have to be Meshach against the Tam, it's okay, that's the halacha. We, you know, you have to be Meshach against the Tam, the Chathchila, be Mekayim Dachita, and then for sure have some rule, but then you don't have to. But, okay, either way, we're good with the Tam. So, Mitzad the Tam, the plate of the thing, we're okay, and that's again only Nogea, whether or not we actually were Matzliach to pull out the, 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 what do you call it? Now, what I want when I said Kuf Zayin to actually take a look over there, because when you look over there in Kuf Zayin, it's also Sukkot and Zayin, it's easy to remember. Yeah, you take a look there, he says that um, he brings you back to the surgy of Kaf, which Baruch Hashem, I know this is, a, this is this something which comes up all the time, when, you know, whether you're a Bachar, you get to learn first about, you know, a ladle and Shabbos, you know, Pirishan, Pisheni, and this, so the whole surgy, we're showing him massive Taz, which we hope you read every word, and then the Kudus HaKesef, which, um, which you have to read, that, that the Shach didn't send you to, but uh, if you learn Kuf Zayin, so you see the Kudus HaKesef also, in, uh, I think it's in Tariq Bey's, in the end over there, in Siftes, about the sugi of ladle. Now, what's the halacha by a ladle when you're pulling it out, um, when you're pulling it out of, of a boiling hot chont and a cleavishon? So, Naniyah, that also has a din of a cleavishon, yeah? Especially when it's right inside the thing, and it's coming out, and the fly is in there together. So, in a case, time just to know, like it says in Simin Kufzayin and Sif Bey's, which could be you looked at, that you should be careful to at least have shishim when you're taking it out, so you don't get into a shail of Hanan. And then afterwards, when you yank out the uh, potato, I'm sorry, the, the, the fly, but you throw back the potato, so then you can get a shayla of hanan on the whole uh, tafsha that's sitting in t- inside the kaf, and then it gets into very levitic, well, you know, very levitic, uh, the Shabbos. Um, that's not so, uh, not so, not so gishmak, right? Then it goes back in, and then <laughs> it only gets worse. That's why you have to keep learning over here to know if we have any uh, pitaron, you have any eitzah, how to avoid the shayla. But either way, right, hopefully, it won't be a shayla anyway because we have what to be saying, like I mentioned before, all the Rishonim and Achronim that aren't choshish for the time and rape is enough. But Eitzah Toiva, right, if you take it out, you should try to take it out by itself and try to take it out uh, maybe while, it's, while it cools down if you can. Okay, let me show that. But try to take it out when you can in a way where it won't be a shayla that you have to go and come onto another machloikis and Achronim. Now, how do we get the kuf based? Because this really was the Maisa Shahayah, right? When the guy pulled out the the, the, the cup, they call it the spoon, the metal spoon, or we'll use a plastic spoon, even better. Because then we'll get to talk about a Golas Kalim for a second. If he pulled out a pla- um, and from the metal spoon, if he pulls it out with a metal or plastic spoon, in a case where there wasn't shishim, again, we're just doing this the little more la la because, like I said, la we anyways uh, are not going to have to go and deal with the time that's going to come out of this fly in this in the shaila. But la let's say, 
is, uh, or for the Shailah, for the purpose of the Shailah, to bring out the, that people should ask these questions. When you pull out the, the uh, fly, and there isn't Shisham over there, so then the, then the cop becomes also, that's what we see in that, in that Shach also, in Sivkot and Zayin and Kuf Zayin. That's what that look, when it says, look what I wrote. As like when you were learning Kuf Aleph, it talks about Dovish Minion and the different Dharm of Bittal, and he mentions you have to look in Kuf Yud, because that is see it, and now wait till you get there, so you can get the, to know exactly what, what the Shach wanted over there. But either way, where, uh, in this Shaila of uh, the Kaf being, being Nasar from the plate, let's say in the world of the Shach, right, where he's Choshish for the Tam, so what happened next was that the spoon, you know, that he put aside because he wasn't sure he wanted to ask the rope, he wanted to go to Rabbi Leibowitz and say, what do I do with the spoon? How do I kosher a spoon? Do I have to kosher the spoon? So, of course, it got mixed into the rest of the spoons. Oh. <laughs> and then we got the kufbeis at Gibel. <laughs> now we learned to learn the rashba of uh, pulling our choice out to, to be, uh, be magil the cave. So over there it says that uh, both the Rabbah and the Shah, both the Shulchan and the Ramah are makel in, in, in regards to that it's not Shmatin. And I know that the Shah is of Kod Nuches and the Long Chavaz Das over there, you just look in the Chidushim, it's much quicker. But in the Chachmas Adam and the Taz, all very, each one is going in a different explanation, the Masas Binyomin how to deal with this whole Shaila of Dovish Hashem by Kalim. So if we actually have a Taruvis of Kalim, that one was Nessa, and we have to go and be Magalit, and now it was mixed into a, another Taruvis, I'm sorry, to a Taruvis, so we have the Shaila of Dovish Hashem whether or not it's questionable bitl, or do we have to go and kasha everything? Okay, let's say we'll just scratch quickly with the time that at least between the kind some of those Achroinim, there's an Eitzah to go and be Magal one Kli. Sometimes people today, the frat, they have different types of kalim. Some of them are made out of uh, silicon or plastic or whatever. And I always move makabel that in the shaila of whether you can cash or plastic. So for sure, for boss of a cholam and taruvis, that's uh, in, in shaila soon, that's where the shaila comes up. By Pesach, come out every place is machmer not to cash or plastic. But boss of a cholam, I don't want to be more of the rav, but the maisa, there is what to be saymachan to go and cash a kalim if they're made out of plastic, if they're made out of metal. So of course, right? Don't have to metal for sure. You can go and kasher. So in, let's either either we don't have to kasher anything because of that because the because the rashba, or we have to kasher one, but not all. You know because uh, there won't be so machmir on the person to go and start doing. Because a lot of times when you tell people to kasher, like get no problem, I'll put it on the side, and then like a few years later, like oh, I never I ended up buying two, you know two more sets just in case this would happen, and they didn't do anything with it. So it's very easy very easy to kasher the uh, you know the the the, sp- the, foons, the the spoons and the forks and the knives. You can just light up the, uh, after when it's in a binyam, you can just light up the mecham, or the uh, hot water urn, and while it's boiling, you can just put it in there. But okay, if, if need be. That was just one way how to bring out the the kuf base of gimel. But I want to just leave you with something that uh, was interesting. I remember one time um, when I had the schos of davening every day with Rebbe Yashiv. So every day there was many shailas that came from all over the world, and they had one of his talmidim, was very close. He had the schos first of asking all the shilas for Kaiso. People used to come to his big bucky, his name was David Morgenstern. And he would ask them all the shilas. And one time, one of the shilas that came on a Sunday morning was a person who had uh, had eaten uh, he had eaten a long Kiddush, maybe went to a few Kiddushim. And because of that, by the time he came to Shilas Shudas, he wanted to eat milchiks. He wasn't sure if six hours passed. It was in the summertime. And he asked the Yashiv, no, he had a suffix, if six hours passed, what should he do? 
So I think I mentioned this actually. I mentioned it again. Because now you guys don't cook base, so you make uh, close it in, right? So he, uh, whoever wasn't here, so we'll say it again. He mentioned uh, that uh, that uh, he, this guy had a suffix. He's not sure how many hours, whatever. He's not sure if six hours passed. So I heard Rabbi Yitzah. He said, And of course, there was a Chacham over there who learned Yad Yehuda also. And he says, Yeah, but the Yad Yehuda says that he can wait. You know, he can wait. So and then someone piped up something. It's Dot Slach, he said. And it's, Oh, wait for Slach. Brings down this Slach. And, uh, and the Shalas was now we were Mitzahat Tzlach. So one thing's for sure I learned from that story and a few other stories was that Eliyashu was Mitzahat Tzlach. It's a good thing to know. In regards to the Shalas, which I'm sure was mentioned over here about the chairs, when somebody lit a candle and then the chairs got mixed in. So then, if you, were, if you would have learned Kufiyud, we would have also brought in Davish of Minyan, but you're going to tell me that in Kufalif, the Shach brings down also about Davish of Minyan. Uh, the words, so we had to say also a little bit of that. <laughs> so th- there is a shaila about Dovish Minyan because the Sugyan Kufala says that it has to be Nasa Nachosatsmai, right? And with Dovish Minyan also, if it's not Isa Nachosatsmai, it's only Kisa Balua, so that doesn't have a dinner of Dovish Minyan. And that was a whole discussion that Eliashiv had that uh, people wanted to say whether you hold the Tzach or not, what about Dovish Minyan? So then it became a whole whole discussion. In Yiddish, a, a chair is a bankle, and Eliashiv said a bankle is a bankle, and no one knew what he meant, and he, he, they didn't. He was trying to say that it wasn't Dovashem Minyan, and they were trying to say it was Dovashem Minyan, and then the Chacham came up and said, wait a second, but it's a uh, Balua from the, from, from the Shail of Muksa over here. And the Shail of Muksa over here is not Machmas it's not because of the, it's, it's not the Isra itself. So then, that was also a whole discussion, whether or not that's true or not, that you have to get into the Lambdas of Muksa. And in the end of the day, I mean, the, the, the Tzlach blighted the, the, the Tzlach, he said, he said. And that was uh, actually in you know, other Gedolim also, the, through the doors of Moshe Feinstein from the money and also of Osner and different shuvas, when they bring it out, it's something that you can be mitzarif. But this thing's for sure, Lishitosoi, right, he, was, he, he wasn't choshish for the Dovash of Shematir and Shavoi, by the Shaila of the Suffolk in the six hours, and therefore he was makele about that. And when it came to the question also about the chairs, he was makele about that. If you look in, uh, I don't have, but I know that there is something that called the Oitzra Chochma, which is a wonderful thing. If you look in the Oitzra Chochma, you'll probably find many different stories about the Shaila. I'm telling you the story, the way I heard it, and also the way it was said over many times, and I spoke to someone very close with, who I worked with, or Ben-Sion Cook, who was a, is a very close Talmud of Rabbi Yashiv, and we looked again at this computer, to, dated back to many years ago, and we saw that that's exactly the Nusach how it was, but many people had asked him these Shailas over the years, and therefore, again, it could be I'm wrong, but that's exactly how, that's exactly how we heard the thing. I want to just end with, uh, with one thing. I, I hope I didn't go over time yet. But one, please, just uh, one thing that's not related. It's related. It seems that there are people will be will be to. Uh, oh wait, forgot to mention the maskana. That, that we'll have to do afterwards. Uh, uh, you guys know the maskana of the shaila, right? Okay, but w- one thing that is for sure, the maskana is that uh, you have to ask about Leibowitz. That's maskana. Uh, one thing is for sure is that uh, whoever is going to be a rav or be a mashpia, be 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 mechanech and whatever. I, I have to just mention one quick nakuda, especially in these times with very, very. It's, it's, I live in Eretz Yisrael, and it's very, very hard. You know the situation for many reasons. What you see, what you hear, what you're living with. It's not a, not a partial time in Kali Yisrael. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know how, how how this is related. You know through the through the dorot of uh, Kali Yisrael, but it's terrible what's going on. 
And people, you know, sometimes people come to Rabbanam and they say, you know, what should we do during this time? And what is, what's that? I want to just mention one thing that I saw. You know, what does a God do? What, is, what, what, what should the Rabb himself do? Right? A lot of times people are giving aid or whatever they, they're being asked. But you guys, Mitzvah Shem, are going to be leaders of Kali so. And, uh, you know, it's always good to know what do the Gedolim do? So I just want to share with you something which is amazing. I have the schus, as I mentioned a few times, that I am very close to Rabbi Nevinsov. And I, I, you know, sometimes you hear a story of something that was done, and then you, you, get, that, you get that impression of what, what exactly is our avoider, how we're we supposed to go and have a chilek in the, in the Tzar of Kali Yisrael. So you guys are Baruch Hashem Steiging, everyone is doing their avoider. Some people are doing different types of chesed, and these people are davening to heal them downstairs. Everything is great, and because of the Achtos Kali Yisrael, we're going to be Zerchit the Mashiach, because of that's for sure. Now, the, what do we do exactly? So sometimes we look at the Gedolim and see how do they treat these sensitive situations? What do they do exactly? What do they, what do they do? So I wanted to share quickly, Lena, that quickly, that I'm going to say a maestro that happened with him and his rabbi. And it's a good lesson for us to remember. Some because it's behind, it's behind closed doors what people do in order to be mishtatev in the tzar of So, 18 years ago, when there was a, a whole neighbor, city, neighbor, whatever it was over there, it was called Gush Katif. And Gush Katif was a place that was a beautiful place, and unfortunately, for whatever reason, right, Yidim were taken out of their homes, doesn't matter, but that's what happened. Doesn't matter why, that, that was the history, right? You can read about it, and unfortunately, many Yidim suffered tremendously from, for, for many, many reasons. One of the grandchildren of the Nevinsal family told me, they said that one time, one of the granddaughters was helping his wife clean the house, and when they got to the bedroom, where if a victor sleeps, she saw, again, 18 years ago, this is when it happened, she saw that there was a piece of plastic on the floor, like a plastic tablecloth, like those chad pami, the ones that from the Kiddush, you know, the in and out, and he saw it on the floor, and she said, Safta Maza, why is there a piece of plastic on the floor? And she said, you know, normally I don't like to share with you what, uh, all of the hidden secrets about your Saba, but since I have a car, so if you're helping me clean the house, I'm going to tell you what, what, what's going on over here. He said, when he heard that Yidin didn't have a place to live, people didn't have a place to live, they were taken out of their homes, it wasn't shy for him to sleep on a bed. Right? You know he's not a youngster. He was on the floor every night that he heard that a Yidin were out of home and didn't have a place to, to, to sleep, he was on the floor. Now, obviously this is the story of a Godel, right? For us it's, a, it's just about a lesson, how much you know we can take from it, what, how exactly we can be mishtatev in the Tsar, maybe one less bowl of cholent, I don't know what the, you know, but right, there's the, Different targets what you see, the Gdolim, how they felt the pain of other Yidin. How could they catch that somebody who was an older man is feeling the Tzar Kaisel was sleeping on a cold floor in Yerushalayim and whoever knows where he lives, right, made out of stone, it's not, it probably wasn't warm over there. Another thing is his Rebbe, and someone actually told me this week, I met somebody, Yerush Shiva, I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know Yerush Shiva personally, but I heard uh, unbelievable things about the Rebbe Shechter. They uh, told me a very similar story about him. Shlomo Zaman Orbach had a, 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 a late a kala came to him two days. She was a Baal Shuva, came two days before the Chufa, and she told him that she was just in this order that there's a big shayla in the Yichus, and she doesn't know if she can go with the, with the wedding. And Shlomo Zaman heard the shayla and they, and they heard the details. And what was Shlomo Zaman's answer? He just started crying. And he cried, he cried, he cried for two minutes, and she didn't understand, and he cried, he kept crying. Five minutes went by, and the guy said, Okay, I think time is up. You know, that, that was his answer. You know what I meant? He cried, I got no answer. Am I getting married to my chassin, Balash Tshuva? The next day, someone came to Shlomo Zalman, who was a karav of her family, and he told her, he told her Shlomo Zalman, that Baruch Hashem, they did a tremendous amount of research, and Baruch Hashem, they found out that there is no psul in the yichus, and she could get married. 
Rav Zalman turned to his Talmud and he said, Ah, so you see, when you cry for another Yid's Tzar, it's, it's, it's like a skula, it's like an open skula. When you cry for another Yid, the, when they're going through a hard time, we have no idea how much koyach it has to go and bring Yeshua's to Kali Yisrael. And this week, I was telling this over in a different shir, and after the shir, someone came over to me and told me that he once had a terrible shayla that happened to him about something, and his Rosh Hashiv was Israel Shechter, and he said the same thing happened there. He said, never, he didn't answer me, he just cried. And that was his mes- message. So, B'Siyat HaRishmaya, which is to continue to steig, and to continue to be Talmidim of Rabbi Leibowitz, and bring him nachas, and bring Amishpacha's nachas, we should be able to be mishtatim in the time of Kali Yisrael through our tefillah, through our Torah, through our avoidah, through our chesed. And Bezos Hashem is Barach, we'll be able to sit in Yerushalayim Rakoidesh to be mekabel with our whole families in good health. Mashiach Tukkeinu, Meher of Amen.